Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. Good morning, Philip. Good morning, Ricardo. You lost something before we were going to record and you found it. What, what is that? I lost my, my pouch. You told me <laughs> that you call this a pouch. I have a pouch that I didn't know you called a pouch. Yeah. With all my pens and pencils. So you said you had a bag of pens. And I was a little confused because I pictured like a garbage bag full of, or a shopping bag full of pens. Like, but yeah. Yeah. It's so, a pouch. Pencil pouch. From Bolivia. I like it. Yeah. You like it? Yeah. It looks very nice. It's kind of a, I don't know what kind of cloth material that is. I think it's wool. Okay. But it's the typical South American looking handicraft kind of thing. Right. Uh, hand Handcrafted. Yeah. And it's very beautiful. Are you jealous or something? I am no. a little oh, jealous. You, you want it? One of my few hobbies I have is I use fountain pens a lot, and I've, I've got a little bit of a collection of some vintage and, and newer fountain pens, so I'm always really attentive to pens and pencils and how you carry them, so I am a little jealous. But you like the pouch. I'll, I'll give you one. I have some things that I bought last time I was in Bolivia. Not that I'm suggesting a Christmas gift, but... <laughs> it would be 3-0 in terms of gifts. I know. Um, <laughs> a gift I made once that I got in Madison for you because I thought that's for Philip. Then a tomato. Yes, <laughs> that's and right. And then that would be the third one. The gospel says, no, no, St. Paul says there is more pleasure in, in, in giving than receiving. So I'm the one getting the... Someday I need to be better at this. <laughs> the good part of the deal. Anyway, here we are, second Sunday in Advent, second Sunday of Advent. And as we are approaching Christmas, right, Advent, this time of the year, we've, we've said this before, that the, the church is asking us to slow down and then... Now that we are post-pandemic or beginning to feel this way, the life, real life, seems to to push us in the in the opposite direction. We're, we're kind of a broken record on this as the churches. It's almost this frustrating reality of the church like forces the season on us to slow down, to be quiet, and and it's just pushing against what a lot of people do, mm-hmm. you know, including us. So we've got to keep trying at that as we get older. And we're reading the gospel. We are in Luke's gospel this year, and we are going to read uh, Luke chapter 3, verses 1 to 6. In the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, and Herod was tetrarch of Galilee, and his brother Philip, tetrarch of the region of Iturea and Trachonitis, and Licinius was tetrarch of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, 
The word of God came to John, the son of Zechariah, in the desert. John went throughout the whole region of the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of the prophet Isaiah, A voice of one crying out in the desert, Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be made low. The winding roads shall be made straight, and the rough ways made smooth, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. All right, so some big names there. Can I ask you, so what is a tetrarch? So Philip, his brother Philip, tetrarch of the region of Iteria and Trachonitis. So it's it's funny. Sometimes I have a mass with the school children, I mean, sometimes on Wednesdays, and sometimes I begin the homily by, by asking them, is there any word you didn't understand? And and it's true that then when you invite this, sometimes the children would tell you, and, and that makes for for a nice introduction to the homily sometimes. A tetrarch is the governor of a fourth of a province. So so you would, in the Roman mentality, probably, the, the divisions would be very, like, in equal quarters, and then it would be an indication of, like, a mayor now. We know it's mm-hmm. a mayor of a city and a mayor of a big or a small city. That's the same. But in, in that world, probably they had it divided in in equally large quarters, so that's an indication of, of governance of, a, of, of the fourth of a province. So, yeah. Exactly. As I understand this, not necessarily royalty in terms of, like, we would think of it in, like, English royalty, kind of lifetime royalty. Mm-hmm. I think these are, I don't want to say elected necessarily, but these are people who served in these roles for a period of time. By, by appointment, but yes, not, not by... It's very interesting that the gospel begins this way. I think Luke is trying to insert the story of of Jesus in the in the story of the world, and and you see there are some names that are uh, civil authorities and others that are religious authorities. So mm. it seems to indicate right away from the beginning that what's about to happen, the beginning of the story of 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 Jesus' ministry, beginning with John the Baptist, is going to affect all all the spheres of the of the world. I think, and that can't be overstated. I, that's so very important that Jesus. Is, is made incarnate in a particular place and a particular time in history. You could go back in secular history and identify all these people, identify the region, and that's a particular place in one place and, and not someone else. I don't think we appreciate it. We take it for granted, but mm. it's so central to the incarnation and to God's intervention within history in a particular place. That's important to know, and here Luke is laying so. that out. I, I agree. Then there is this line during the high priesthood of Anas and Caiaphas, mm-hmm. which is a, a Jew would, in the first century, would immediately see that there is some problem there because there was supposed to be only one high priest, mm-hmm. not two. So that tells you already that, and we know they are relatives. One is the the nephew of the other, and 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 one is the the real one, the official one, but the other one is the previous one who has all the all the power still, and he's still moving things around despite uh, having finished his term. But but that's that's what that sentence indicates. But that's also important. Sometimes we don't quite appreciate this or take it for granted. But this is a time of of turmoil, mm-hmm. of political corruption at times, of turmoil, of of people invading other lands, of of people who've experienced exile it's not a not necessarily a peaceful time mm-hmm. uh, in in the world thus 
people thirsting, people people really looking for some sort of peace, for some sort of, and looking for what? Mm-hmm. Looking for perhaps a worldly savior, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So that's the context, and that, that really prevails through the Gospels on the part of the disciples, those closest to Jesus and those following him. We want someone to save us from these yeah. political people from these things and and there's and then I'd say then there's this tension that constantly runs through the gospel. It is this Roman occupation and at the same time different reactions from Jewish society on how to collaborate or not with that and and that's how it divides society with those who were in favor of the Romans, those who were against it, those who were violently against it. So you are actually totally correct, Philip. And what's so I think striking is the way that John shows up. John just shows up, mm-hmm. <laughs> John the Baptist. We don't really have a tremendous amount of backstory about him. We we get that a little bit, but you know he really here is inserted here and to fulfill the role here that's laid out by by Luke, proclaiming a baptism of repentance and a mm-hmm. forgiveness of sins. Mm-hmm. It's very sudden. It happens in Advent here in the third Sunday suddenly, but in the gospel as well, it's just very sudden. It's very clear that for Luke, he's trying to summarize the whole Old Testament prophetic tradition with the, with the historical character of John the Baptist, but, but dressing this character with lots of, he's quoting Isaiah, he's in the desert. The desert indicates this idea that the people of Israel had to go through the desert, and that's where uh, John the Baptist begins uh, his ministry of, of baptizing. I think it's it's a genius way to start the, the the ministry. You know, we know that Luke will deal with the birth of Jesus and the birth of John the Baptist first, John the Baptist first, and then Jesus's birth. But that's how the real story of the ministry begins, and it's a great way to do it. I wanna I want you to remind me of, of a point that I've heard you make in the past that I found very striking, which is before this moment, there's a long period of silence. Mm-hmm. And now you, you caught me a bit by surprise, but it's true. And, and I remember uh, one of the things we do with the Faith Formation program is curate materials. And, and I think it indicated that historically it was 400 years without a, a person recognized as a prophet mm-hmm. before yeah. John the Baptist. So there was a silence of 400 years. And I could be wrong. I'm just trying to, to remember what the information was. But, but that's the idea that there is a period of silence before this, this prophetic explosion in the desert. Yeah. And what do you think that says to us then? I find that, that you know, whether it's 400 years or there's this period of silence, I, I think it's helpful in reading this here and considering maybe that, that background information of, you know, how, how do we deal then when it feels like there's no profit, when it feels like there's no hope in our lives, when it yeah. feels like there's, you know, how do we deal with those moments where we really want some comfort? We want some, and, and, and I'm saying I have I'm, I'm smiling because the first reaction I had was, can you imagine the silence of the universe before creation, mm-hmm. which is, I don't know why I went so cosmic. I may feel very cosmic today, but but that's the first thing I thought. And then I thought, well, what does it mean that, that God God is giving up on his people for, for, for a number of centuries? Because things were not going great. So it's not like if prophets are sent to make sure that people understand what God's will is and God's will wasn't being followed, why the silence? Because things were not going great. So 
Right, right. That's a very interesting approach, something that I will reflect about. I think if, if someone is going to take up a Bible study to go a little bit more in depth into the Bible, what really, really is very helpful is a timeline. You know, mm-hmm. a broad biblical kind of timeline of salvation history. And there are some in the Catholic world, there's a publisher or two that, that does that. But I've always found that in people where they say that really opened my eyes to this kind of background when I look at really the larger timelines. So if you're going into a, you know, to study the Bible, find a resource where you look at kind of the, the bigger picture here, and then you get to, you make these really fascinating connections. I found one, if that's what you mean, a, a resource that is, is like a, a poster with a summary of the history of Israel that it's fantastic, amazing. You know, I love these things. So Right. When you said something that I've said before, I thought you were going to say my line in Advent or when John the Baptist shows up is that I sometimes we feel more like disciples of John the Baptist than disciples of Jesus because John the Baptist will preach repentance and Jesus will start preaching repentance, but then he will preach something else. And it seems to me that we are so stuck in the idea of sinfulness and and what about the moving on from that? No, the, the, the progressing after our sins have been forgiven sacramentally, what else is there? And, and I, I always feel like uh, John is that, but then Jesus is something else. So I think we sometimes forget about the something else. No, you, you recognize that tension maybe even today. It was very present then. That's the other little little backstory here that you you read between the lines of the Gospels that there were followers of John the Baptist, you know, mm-hmm. and at a certain point he had to really say, I'm stepping back here. Um, but what's that relationship then between John the Baptist and Jesus? And always a, there was a little bit of tension then. And I think you recognize in, in some of the message here, perhaps sometimes with us, a little mm-hmm. bit of that tension. And it's a difficult, interesting, difficult and interesting at, at once. Um, some scholars suggest that even Jesus was a disciple of John, but that's not the, the biblical story or the scriptural story, because the, the, the scriptural story is theology. It's trying to, to build on a theological argument more than, than actually totally historical, the way we understand history today. So that's a, a wonderful tension, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. Mercy, that, you know, that's going to be the, the very clear, strong word from Jesus that you don't, not, not that it's not part of John the Baptist, but. Great way to put it. So John the Baptist is more about repentance and Jesus will be more about mercy. Or John the Baptist is more about, um, about cleansing and Jesus is more about mission. As John will say, somebody uh, bigger than me will come and give you a baptism of Holy Spirit or of mission. Yeah, that, those are ways to put it, yeah. And in fact, that's a model perhaps for, for repentance today. It's first of all, recognizing it. Maybe that's John the Baptist, but then accepting the Lord's mercy to say, this is this is not deserved, it's not warranted, but the Lord gives us mercy. And, you know, as we think about our sinfulness and those things we need to deal with, maybe that's a little bit of a model of John the Baptist first, you know, and then Jesus as occurs in the gospel. Mm-hmm. Just a, a thought. Lots of stuff for this weekend. I think so. And Isaiah, it almost like the, you know, one of the patron patrons of the Advent season. Mm-hmm. So these words of Isaiah here. But As I call him the prophet of choice of the New Testament writers, no doubt. Exactly. No doubt. Yeah. Good stuff. You know, second Sunday of Advent here, a lot to pray about, think about, and uh, the introduction here of John the Baptist. Very good. Should we meet again for the third Sunday in Advent? Let's do that. Take care, Philip. All right. Have a good day.
This is Kevin O'Brien of EWTN's Theater of the Word. I'm excited also to teach middle school and high school literature, speech, and drama with homeschoolconnections.com, an online Catholic curriculum provider. Your student can meet with me online for a live, interactive class. Whether you take apologetics with John Martinoni or grade school with Jackie De La Viaga or any of the other 400-plus courses with homeschoolconnections.com, online Catholic learning for your homeschooling family is available for you.